Hello, and welcome to Cracking Open a Cold Case. And other true crimes. We're here to crack open some uh, cold cases. Yeah, and other true crime cases. True. Because this is what we were made to do. <laughs> God Why are you laughing? Put, God put <laughs> us on this earth to do this. For you, for your entertainment. Yeah, we're entertainers. So Sponsor us. Please leave us some reviews and sponsor us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Five-star reviews. That's true. We don't want any constructive criticism in our reviews. Thanks. No. We have moms who give us that. And we're not going to... If we don't change for our moms, (laughs) we're not going to change for you. Yeah, exactly. This is a very aggressive start to our podcast. Well, I'm Sugar. And I'm Caitlin. And together we are... Cracking open a cold case. I was going to come up with a girl band, but I yeah. guess that works. I mean, I would prefer a girl band, but we're both not musically talented, so... Speak for yourself. Hey, start singing. There is no one else that I can say this to. There is nothing That was me singing. Yeah, she has the voice of an angel, so... <laughs> anyway, what, what's in your cold case, Caitlin? My cold case? My cold one? Your case your case of cold. Anyways, uh, my cold one tonight is a Diet Coke with peach and some lime, swi- lime wedges. Caitlin, did anyone ask you? <laughs> no, nope, but I'm telling. <laughs> and I don't care about yours. Whoa. Just kidding. Tell Mine me. is a Diet Coke with lemon. Ooh, lemon and lime. The yin to my yang. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, uh, it's not gross. Caitlin, what did you do this week that's of note? Nothing. Well, you had a Thanksgiving dinner that was a fake one. I did. I had a friend's giving. It was very fun. And I made 42 rolls, and they got dominated. Did you have stuffing? Yep. I think stuffing's an abomination. Some stuffing. Some way it's cooked, but the stuffing was good. Oh, okay. But this is the only Thanksgiving dinner I'm going to have. Because she's going to Hawaii. Please, she's bougie. Please feel bad for me that I'm celebrating Thanksgiving in Hawaii. Thanksgiving's the dumbest holiday besides say, April Fool's say Day. Say that to those pilgrims. I will. Where are they? What's um, their at online? At Roanoke Colony. I thought that was like a weird conspiracy thing. It is. I just said that. We should do an episode we on should. that. We should. We should do a mini no, a full one. Okay. Uh, but any anyway, I don't really know a lot about Roanoke. No, so I just know it. they like disappeared. Um, but anyway, yeah, the pilgrims. I mean, no disrespect if you're a pilgrim. What if their ancestors were? S- sorry, my ancestors weren't pilgrims. They were Mormons. Uh, mine was like a. My grandpa's from Belgium. Ooh. And he came in like. The er, like 1920s or 30s or something. Whoa, your grandpa? Yeah. Kim Tifer's dad? Yeah, Kim Tifer, my dad Kim was like, his parents were like in their 40s when they had him. Whoa. So they were, so Older. that's why yeah. I can be 20 something and have a grandpa that came that early, that long ago. Yeah. But he was like a sense. child when he came. Oh, anyway. Your grandpa? Yeah. Oh, not your dad. Yeah, that's Does a, your dad speak? French. Yeah. Or any languages? No, but my grandpa spoke French. That's sweet. Because he was from the French-speaking area of Belgium. That's pretty sweet. 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't an anticipate I would give this lesson. I <laughs> support it, though. Thank you. I wish I had... All my ancestors are from English-speaking places. Ew. And Sweden, I think, a little bit. But they're all Mormon, so I don't have pilgrim ancestors. That's that's a real thing I was trying to get across. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think mine were pilgrims either. So, sorry. Not so sorry. So, it's not even our holiday. I, what's your least favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, I don't really like the cranberry stuff. Yeah. Cranberry sauce. Is it hot? Is it heated up? I don't know. There's something about heated up fruit, fruit that doesn't... Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't love turkey. I like the potatoes, my mom's stuffing, rolls, and pumpkin pie. If Thanksgiving were, like, pizza, then I would love it. Or if, if Thanksgiving were seafood, like shrimp and lobster and crab and even fake crab then yeah. I would be like what a great holiday invitation crab yeah that's what it's called well I call it fake crab because I'm on a what? different plane than you okay plane of existence you're an imitator yeah with your imitation crab imitation crab is good I know I'm not knocking it okay yeah Thanksgiving's an interesting holiday but I mean it gives you an excuse to eat a lot yeah but Pretty much Thanksgiving is every day in my life, if you're going to be eating a lot. You can eat as much as you want any day, is the inspirational yes. quote of the night. So, I'll be looking like a turkey in my swimsuit. <laughs> I'm real nervous about that. That's like uh, when you go to Crystal Hot Springs, and on the way is Maddox, so you get fried chicken, and so you can go sit in yep. the hot springs after you like eat in your whole... We should go do that. It is really fun, even though you feel like the least attractive you've ever felt. Let's go do it. So, let's see, did you do anything else of note or have you just been bopping around? I really just worked. Being an adult sucks. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I work. Oh, I finished Stranger Things too. I did too. That's a great series. It is. I recommend it. Support Steve Harrington. Are you Team Jonathan or Team... Steve Harrington. Team Steve. Jonathan's scary looking. Do you even, like, is Nancy even anything to write home about, no, though? No, like, so she can go with Jonathan. I don't care. Like, her personality. Like, she doesn't really do anything that no. notable. Like, she studies a lot. Like, whatevs. Jonathan and Nancy are dating in real life. Oh, I saw that. And then Jonathan has a kid. And he, like, got stopped at the border for cocaine or something. Yeah. Jonathan is a wild boy. He has an accent, though. That's true. That does redeem most so, issues. He has that one up on Steve Harrington. True. But still Team Steve. I don't know that I'm that DTF for Steve either. Well, yeah, but I'd rather have him than Jonathan. True. Okay. Oh, did you, see the, did you see the scandal that some model posted a picture of... <gasps> Finn. Finn Wolfhard, yeah. is that his last name? That I was like, that right. sounds too perfect no. and fake. And it was like, call me in four years. Yeah. And everyone's like, she's sexualizing him. And I mean, it is pretty weird. She yeah. shouldn't have done it, but I don't know that I would be like, she's a yeah. pedophile. Yeah, but, that was a whole weird. But I mean, I don't know. If I if it were my son or something, I'd probably be like, okay, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. freak. Good series. Yeah. We got really political there. We have to wait a year. That is a big bunch of baloney. I'm going to forget everything. Just kidding, it won't. Anyways, Sugar, what is our cold case tonight? 
Okay, Caitlin, before we do that, we need to give an update on a Mr. Paul Swenson, whose middle name is not John. It's not John Paul Swenson. Yeah, so he was, so they did an autopsy. They found his body in August. He had THC and alcohol in his system. He was, like, in a river in Mill Creek. Yeah. He was in the Mill Creek. In the creek in Mill Creek. Creek. Yeah, so his car, they think, was, like, in another location because he traded it for a bike or something. Yeah, something weird. So, basically, we're not really sure what the narrative is on his death. I mean, it's unfortunate, and we feel bad. Um, And I'm sorry that I accidentally kept calling him John Paul, because I really don't know where that came from. And I supported you, so I guess I need to apologize as well. I love when friends just blindly support you, though. That's what I'm here for, Shug. I'm not only your podcasting partner, I'm your true friend. (laughs) I'm making a mustache out of your hair. Oh, I didn't know if you were laughing that you said you were my true friend. You're like, psych. Both. I am your true friend. You're like, uh, I can't even keep it serious. We're fake friends. Who are you? <laughs> Go with... Never mind. Okay, well, our topic Ooh, of the week, our flavor of the week is Ooh. Kendrick Johnson. Sidebar, before we get into it, do you have a flavor of the week? Like a boy? Yeah. No. Ugh, I need some I have, drama to this podcast. A, f- a dramatic thing is I have purple hair now on accident. <laughs> okay. Go back to our Flavor of the Week podcast. <laughs> Caitlin's like, I don't even want... If it's just about you, I don't want to hear it. I don't it. care. Kate, so our subject is Kendrick Johnson. He died in 2013 in at Lowndes High School, right? It's like yes. L-O-N-W-N-D-E-S. Uh-huh. Or yeah, it's... It is, I think it is pronounced Lounge. And it was in Georgia. Yep. He was in 17. Valdosta. Valdosta. And how close is that to Macon? I think it's pretty close because some of the things that we're going to be talking about in this podcast ha- did happen in Macon. Okay. So I think it's like Ogden to Salt Lake type. Oh, okay. Well, for anyone who doesn't know that, that's like the 30 minutes-ish. Yeah, 30 to 40. Depending on if you're going to like far south Salt Lake. But it's like... To me, who's not a Salt Lake native, it's all the same. But I'm sure, like, people who don't live in Ogden think that Roy and Ogden are the same. They're not! That is the worst thing that you could say to somebody from From Ogden. Ogden. That they are similar to Roy. Also, maybe to Roy. I don't really know their thoughts. Do we care? When, yeah, when Roy expresses their opinion, I just block it it out. Yeah. The only good thing about Roy is... Guy Fieri was once there. That's true. And that I don't live there. Oh, that's really what you were going to say? Yeah. I was like, it's got to be a Guy Fieri comment. No, but I just don't live there. He was at Burger Bar one time. Um, I've never seen the episode. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I probably should watch it. It's pretty weird. I'm not in love with Guy Fieri like everyone else. But one time I was in Rome the same day as him. What? Yeah. Kismet. Why didn't you go meet him and make a wish at the Trevi Fountain? <laughs> Why are you laughing? What if I met up... I would do what, like in the Lizzie McGuire movie? I would try to duet with Guy Fieri, and then he'd reveal that he can't really sing. And that would be... Spoiler alert on the Lizzie McGuire movie. I'm sorry. This is what dreams are made of. Yes. You're welcome. Okay, sorry. We we digress. We're not sorry for anything that we do on this podcast. I love to say I digress, because it sounds so proper. I had in that... And the presentation I had to give today, it was like, regress. Children can regress. So I said that a few times. I digress. Oh. Go back to 
Kendrick Johnson in Georgia. Okay, it's not funny at all. I just laughed. I just did a nervous laugh there, okay? It's not funny at all. He died at the age of 17 in a... So, he was missing. He didn't go to his class of weightlifting one day in class. So, his mom reported him missing at midnight that night. Because, yeah, after school, he was supposed to watch a basketball game. Do some stuff that teens do. Yeah, and so his mom wasn't really too concerned when he didn't come home from school. Because she figured he was at the school watching the game. And then he was marked absent that day. And his mom reported him missing at midnight as Sugar just mentioned. And I said it way better. So she comes to school the next day and is in the office. And while she's in the office, what happens at Caitlin? Kendrick Johnson's body is found. Yes. And he's in a gym mat. Yep, like those big wrestling mats. He was found in the middle of one. Upside down. Yes. Rolled into one. And they. this was on January 11th, 2013. And these gym mats were pretty big. They were about six feet long. The hole that he was in was supposedly like 14 and a half inches, right? Yeah, and his shoulders were 19 inches. I wonder if they had like recently measured. Yeah, I don't really know how wide my shoulders are. Maybe it's one of those things like when you're like your forearm is the same length as your foot or something. But I don't really know. Uh, So he had 19 inches. And so there's a lot of different, it depends on who you ask on if it's a murder or an accident. Yes. Both sides feel pretty strongly. So we're going to, let's kind of talk about the the police investigation. An autopsy by the Georgia Bureau of, of Investigation stated that Johnson had died from positional asphyxi- asphyxiation. <laughs> Thanks. He suffocated in that mat and they ruled it an accidental death accidental death. So the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, I'm going to call them the GBI, theorized that Kendrick had fallen into the mat while looking for a shoe that he had thrown in and had died after being unable to get out. Three students told investigators that it was common for students to store their shoes behind or underneath the rolled mats. And Johnson didn't have his shoes on when he was found. So him and this other guy would share a pair of shoes. Yeah. Which is super gross to think about. But yeah, so I would imagine he was going to get them for weightlifting or something yeah. like that. So they it costs money to have a locker. Which um, is weird. Actually, what's kind of funny is I was looking at this Reddit and someone was like, I went to Catholic school. We didn't have to pay for lockers. And it's like... Okay, like, cool. what, what does that prove about I didn't anything? have to pay for a locker at a public school, and I never really used it. I would assume that it's probably, like, gym lockers that they had to pay for. Yeah. Because, like, what, then a lot of people would store their books and stuff. But anyway, him and this other guy would st- would share a pair of shoes, and this is what they think. He went to go get them, fell down in there, and Kated. suffocated, which is horrible. Yeah, and so the same student that he shared his pair of Adidas with, that student said that Kendrick would go to the mats, jump up, and toss the shoes inside the middle of the hole. So it was a common occurrence for him to be at the mats, to be in the mats, I guess, even if he threw a shoe down. Maybe he yeah. did this often. It's a little bit strange. Yeah. Also, we didn't. I don't know if we mentioned this, that they found him because they just saw his feet, like, at the top, like, his socks coming mm-hmm. up. And, like, some kid jumped up and looked, and they 
they evacuated the gym because they it, it was in the there was a new gym and an old gym and they evacuated the old gym that he was in so the kids wouldn't have to like hang with a dead body you know <laughs> there's that whole scarring factor I mean, that's whatever i guess just they're just kidding. they're not goth like us so they wouldn't want to hang around one yeah and that's just that's what the investigators like the police and stuff think what happened that's their story he fell down suffocated while getting a shoe but his parents and family have a different theory of, as to what happened and a lot of people who don't know him or his family have this yes. shared thing yes so what what was it where should we start so one thing to that we can say is that the family disagreed with the sheriff from the beginning they thought that the sheriff's office the investigators didn't really do a thorough job I guess they didn't really collect enough evidence. They just, well, it, they didn't feel like the investigators thoroughly did an investigation. Well, where it kind of, uh, the catalyst, I would say, for, like, them being like, this is a full-blown conspiracy, is they exhumed his body about three months after he was buried, mm -hmm. and they find that his body has no none of his organs in it, and there's newspaper. Stuffed inside. Yeah, First of all, the family wants to, they think he, they that the funeral home desecrated his body by not ha burying him with the organs in him, and also for stuffing him with newspaper. But I guess the funeral home was doing the family of kind of a favor. Yeah, by doing this kind of funeral service for very low cost, even free. And so they were using newspaper to make the cost. And I mean, it's not like it was illegal to put newspaper yeah, in them. Yeah, that's the thing. This is They didn't do anything illegal. The organs were missing, and when a spokesperson or an investigator contacted the funeral home to kind of ask where they were or why they weren't in, the spokesperson for the funeral home said that they never received them. The body didn't have them when it got him. And the, I don't, was it the, like, the coroner that did the autopsy was, like, the, he didn't even include the organs when they sent it to the funeral home because he said they were just ruined. Yeah, he said they had gotten ruined naturally, so I'm not entirely sure what that is, what that means. We're not that smart about bodies and decay. We seem like we would be because we sound so smart, but yeah. So that was a weird part that no one was comfortable with. Also that there was like missing footage on the surveillance uh, yeah. of the school. It was, how much time was missing? There's two tapes, or there's tapes from two cameras are missing an hour and five minutes of footage. While another set of cameras is missing two hours and ten minutes of footage. The cameras were motion activated and the mat area was believed to be outside the camera's range. That's another thing they're like, it's a big conspiracy that they're covering it up. The school thinks that, well, not the school, the school thinks that he just died upside down. But so the people who think it's like a big conspiracy and cover up think that it was done by Brian and Brandon, Brandon? Yeah, they're brothers. They're brothers with similar names. Their father is a member of the FBI. So they think that he had some kind of pull. Neither of them got interviewed in the investigation. And apparently they'd had a falling out with Kendrick, except they had rekindled their friendship later, within the, the year that he before he died. So it's like, I don't know why they would kill him and put him in a mat. Well, I guess in Ebony Magazine, in August 2014, their parents 
filed a $5 million lawsuit against Ebony because the magazine published a series of articles naming the two, those two students as possible suspects in the death. And the article used an anonymous source alleging that the younger of the two brothers killed Johnson after learning that Kendrick had had sex with the brother's girlfriend. Wait, the their fa the Bell family sued Ebony? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, because I know, I feel like the... For defamation. Yeah, the parents, the family of the, the Johnsons, I feel like are pretty sue happy in all of this. Yeah. So it's like, what? They... But, yeah, so they're basically perpetuating that and telling anyone who will listen. There's a flyer with Kendrick where he looks normal, and then a flyer, or like, it says before, and then a picture of him after, and it's like his face all mangled and messed up. And it says, Sheriff Prine, you said no foul play. I don't think so. So they're, like, giving all these flyers out around the town to, like, be like, this is a murder, this is a cover-up. Which is, I think it's weird that they're exploiting their deceased son's face after death i just feel like that like showing itself, people is that what you mean by exploring? yeah i just think that's weird i don't think that's a normal reaction to when someone passes away i do understand that they're frustrated with the investigation and they don't feel like it justice was served but i think it's weird that they were comfortable with posting that picture and passing it around i know i think they but a lot of this stuff is pretty illogical i mean I guess it depends on if you believe if it was a cover-up or not. Yeah. There was an investigator with the Valdosta Lowndes County chapter of the SCLC, and he said that the Johnsons have not been entirely truthful in their statements. There's just doubt on both sides. The Johnsons don't think the investigators are truthful. Investigators don't think the Johnsons are being fully truthful. So in May of 2013, like a month after they exhumed his body, Reverend Rose, a guy, a reverend in their town that they got to help them investigate separate from the police, he allowed the Johnsons to hold a fundraising rally that hosted Al Sharpton. And Al Sharpton personally contributed over $500. And then over $5,000 was raised during the rally, and the donors were led to believe that the money raised was, was to be used for a reward for information on Kendrick's murder. And the family never set up a reward. Instead of that, they, they a local businessman named Roy Taylor gave Reverend Rose a $10,000 check for a reward with the stipulation of a 90-day deadline. So if no one came forward with any information in the 90 days, he would get to keep his $10,000. That's weird. Yeah. I think it's weird that they had, like, Al Sharpton come, and he only donated $500. I mean... I mean, it's good, but he, I just... Let... Let Al spend his money how he wants. Okay. He probably has a ton of money, but whatevs. We're not so, here to judge. The Johnson family hired a private coroner to do an autopsy on Kendrick's body after he was exhumed. And that coroner found a little bit of bruising on his jaw, like his right jaw. It was like, a cent it was like two centimeters wide. Yeah, so it wasn't very much... It could have been from being in the mat. There could have been a lot of different things. But this coroner said that Kendrick died because of blunt force trauma to the jaw. But that coroner has gotten in trouble before with certain things. So I don't know how reputable 
He's he is. Okay, so he's he's now a private pathologist, but he was fired from the state of Florida for a myriad of unprofessional and unethical actions on his part. So So he's not really I don't know that he would be also how would you determine blunt force trauma based on his jaw, like it's like two to three centimeters? Okay, so I'm I'm reading off of a Reddit post is where I'm getting this, but we also watched a clip where an, another guy was on Anderson Cooper, and he said it was on the jaw, and they were like, Anderson Cooper was like, how would he determine his cause of death without any of his vital organs there anymore, because they were all out, and then the guy was like, it was like bruises on his jaw, and then this thing I'm reading on Reddit says that there was Reddit the most uh, <laughs> accurate thing online. No, but there's a page that, okay, so, sorry, okay, so the... It was a two to three centimeter bruise on his, and this person said it was on his neck. But, so there's like this comprehensive guide on unresolved mysteries on Reddit that's really good. It's by something called, someone called the Chairman Meow. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'm, I'm going off of. Not that this whole thing is based on that. I'm just saying that's a pretty good, it's, it's more, it's focused on the idea that he just died of asphyxiation and that the parents of Kendrick can't really accept that he died in such a horrible way and so they just want to find other people to blame and other reasoning than yeah. him just falling into a thing. Well, and one of the, we watched this a YouTube video about this case and his parents, Kendrick's parents said no high school student would ever jump into a mat. And while I heard that, I just went back to like my high school experience and thinking even about people who are in their 20s, people that I know. And I could definitely imagine some of the people I know jumping into a mat, whether to be cool or to be dumb or whatever. But I can see high school boys, a 16, 17-year-old boy, doing something like that. So yeah. that's kind of one of the reasons why they think it's foul play, because they said that no one would ever do that. It's like, what kind of statement? Yeah, I just think from experiencing knowing people, I don't think that's necessarily one, that's not a good enough reason to say that this couldn't have that. that's just not a very good generalization to make let's say that like yeah. no one would ever do that yeah also something to touch on that i kind of forgot was when they found his body there was a trash can in the gym girl's bathroom full of bloody tissues and they were like that's suspicious but it was actually a girl that was playing flag football let's see she was hit just kidding not flag football she was hit in the face with a flag during a practice and the bloody tissues were hers that's another weird thing. He had his shoes off because he was going down there to get the other ones, I guess. And since there's his socks and then another pair of shoes, they think that's suspicious. But I don't know how suspicious that can be. So we're basing this off of this whole Reddit outline that's pretty comprehensive. And also, we watched this weird video that was basically... It's like on Nathan for you when he tries to threaten Uber to stop making baby onesies and so he's like anonymously threatening them. It was kind of like that but not funny. It was This guy was wearing like a weird mask that looked like the V for Vendetta mask. Yeah, that was a weird video. Yeah, and so he was... There's a ton of YouTube videos that are saying that this this is just a huge cover-up. Um, and the people they think did it... I think we brought him up already. Brian and Brandon Bell, that he might have slept with one of their girlfriends or something. Yeah, so over a fight pre or over a year previous is when they had gotten in a fight, but they had reconciled and worked on a science project together. But this is another discrepancy that makes me wonder which one is right. So this person on the Reddit thing said 
that Brian was in a classroom nowhere near Kendrick when this happened, but they don't have the hour-long video. And also in one of the YouTubes that we watched, it's, it said that they, like, recovered some video footage that had them going back and forth between the gym. I, I mean, because, like, everything's possible. Anything's yeah. possible. Well, and I was just reading that same Reddit thing about the picture that his family passed around of him. The picture that's on all the posters is him after the autopsy. Oh, and, so it's, like, even worse? Yeah, it said, The photo that the Johnsons used for shock value is Kendrick post-autopsy, after the skin of his face is pulled back to examine the underlying muscles. So apparently Kenneth Johnson, which is Kendrick's father, took the photo at the funeral home. And so they're using that picture to kind of prove that he was beaten and that blunt force trauma. And it's said that the second photo, the one that they passed around, looks way more consistent with the beating than the actual photo. Because the actual photo, it's just him right after the mat. I mean, he's a little squished. Oh, yeah, he's like green. Yeah, but he's kind of squished, but he's not. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like someone, like, beat him up. Apparently his nails were really short after they got his body out of the thing, and he always kept them long. But that's definitely not enough evidence to be like, there was a murder. Yeah. He clipped his nails, or he tried to claw out or something. I don't know. Like, it's really depressing to think that someone would just jump in and die over something that should be inconsequential, but... So, I mean, there's some facts that are just facts, and some of those facts are that none of Kendrick's blood was found anywhere outside of the map. Neither autopsy found any defensive wounds, and the two suspects, the Bell brothers, have solid alibis. One was at, like, a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And so... Apparently the Johnsons have burned every single bridge in their quest to get some kind of justice. They posted the addresses of innocent people on their Facebook page. They posted its classmate's 92-year-old grandma with the caption, Justice will be served. And this student, this classmate had absolutely nothing to do with Kendrick or the Bells or even... They tried to claim that the sheriff's uh, son had a part in this. But the sheriff doesn't have a son. Yeah, the sheriff doesn't have a son. So I don't really know where they would get all this. Jackie and Kenneth Johnson, Kendrick's parents, dismissed their wrongful death lawsuit. And they are being sued for more than $850,000 in attorney fees and $1 million in defamation charges. Johnson family and their attorney must pay more than $292,000 in legal fees to the dozens of people they accuse of foul play. It seemed to me that they were making a lot of claims. Yeah, this is a... Got in trouble and have to... This isn't quite a a web. Um, What I also thought was interesting is the people... I read the comments on the Reddit, and a lot of people had... Well, they weren't similar because it's not unraveling to this magnitude but a lot of people had some kind of tragedy happen in their life and they're like my like this person chill flake chili flake (laughs) sorry she says my mother lost her firstborn my sister and she desperately wanted it to be someone else's fault even today 30 years later i think she still blames me because the girl was also in the car accident when she died and she was driving like the it says she was driving so i think that means the mother was driving yeah and if not me, the owner of the car for not having insurance, which makes no sense at all. So it's like, apparently it's not that uncommon for people to make these kind of jumps. I just didn't realize that it would be to this level, you know? Yeah. Well, and it was just saying, 
Like, grieving people do a lot of things that are kind of illogical or stubborn. And I do think that this family is traumatized. I mean, they lost their son in what looks to me kind of like a freak accident. That's not something that you hear of happening often. So I think they're trying to grieve and deal with that. And so their way of grieving is to... Yeah, but I guess at a certain point, it's like weird. Because I don't know if you can be like saying that everyone is corrupt in your quest for closure. But it's crazy. Like the NAACP, they had the NAACP involved and the Reverend Rose from the beginning. After the county ended their investigation, the NAACP and the SCLC... Do we know what the SCLC is? No. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. Some organization. They reached the same conclusions as the as Lowndes County that Kendrick's death was a tragic accident. Okay, so after 90 days, a $10,000 check was returned to the businessman. And then all of this alienated the Johnson family who wanted the NAACP and the SCLC to not only state unequivocally that Kendrick was murdered, but to publicly name the boys they believe were responsible. So they were publicly accusing Brandon and Brian Bell of murdering him at their rallies that they would hold. So Lee, Lee touched in. She's the one that was working, that worked for the NAACP. Yeah. She's, she concluded it was an accident and following up on information provided to her by the Johnson family and their attorneys discovered that both family members and the attorneys were lying to her and the media. Uh-huh. about many aspects in the case. Touchton then resigned from the NAACP in disgust at their continued involvement with the Johnson family. And then Touchton began working with Reverend Rose and the SCLC who investigated Kendrick's death again and concluded without a doubt that Kendrick died accidentally. Really? Yeah. So I don't know, like, I haven't heard all the podcasts and videos on this, but literally I don't think that any of the videos we watched on YouTube were for him dying accidentally. No, it was all a conspiracy. But I don't know why. What would be the motivation for the whole city to cover it up? Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, what's a conspiracy? What is the city hiding? Why would they do this? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me because I don't think... Like, he was just a 17-year-old kid. I don't know why a 17-year-old, if it's a conspiracy, why they need to cover it up, you know? Yeah. Also, the just the thing about them suing the funeral okay so like we touched on before the funeral home kind of did it on the cheap they offered to embalm kendrick for free or nearly free so that's why that why we would assume they used newspaper because it was cheap and yeah and i read that the funeral home was investigated to see if they did anything wrong if they did anything unethical and they were cleared of everything because newspaper can be used in bodies there are definitely other materials like sawdust and cotton that are more preferable. Like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. But also, it says that it fell out of fashion in the 1970s. Was when, newspaper? Yeah, but it's like, that doesn't mean that it's not. Yeah, and so that funeral home was cleared of everything. They didn't do anything wrong. They did what they yeah. do. You know, they were embalming the body. They were taking care of the body. I would like to be more inclined on the conspiracy theory of this, because that's always more fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say I'm more inclined on the other one, because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I. It's like if you think about it, and they their organs are not buried with them. It's like I don't know that that's a huge red flag. Yeah, I'm more on the accidental death side of the story. I can see both sides. I can see some of those weird, no organs, 
the videotapes, whatever. I mean, I can see why someone would think it's a conspiracy, but I do think it was an accident. Especially since he was known to hang out on the mats and put his shoes down the middle. Yeah. It makes sense that he reached down and got stuck. Yeah, also the thing about the discrepancy between his shoulder length and, like, the hole, it's like... You drop one shoulder. I don't know that this was how he was even in there. Yeah. Like, when they talk about babies coming out of the freaking birth canal, like, one shoulder is above, yeah. like, by their face, and then one is, like, dropped yeah. down so they can fit through there. Yeah, so I don't think the 19 inches in the opening was 14 or whatever. I don't think that's a huge red flag because people get stuck in weird things all the time. Yeah, it's true. And, I mean, I have never had to, like, mourn the loss of a child, so I don't know how nuts I would go. Yeah, and grief makes people do different things. Everyone grieves differently. Yeah. I mean, it's tragic, no matter if you believe it's a conspiracy or if you believe it was an accident. It's sad. This poor kid was 17, and he died. It's it's really sad either way. It's just, like, there's a, a myriad of information on the Internet where everyone is pointing towards it being a conspiracy. Yeah, so... I don't know if we've listened to everything on it, but we're probably one of the only podcasts that is is being reasonable. (laughs) We're being real. We're the unlikely voices of reason. So I think if you're interested, maybe to see more of the conspiracy side, look up videos on YouTube, maybe read some more articles, and tweet at us at CrackingOpenPod, and tell us what you think. Do you think it's a conspiracy? Do you think it was an accident? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we kind of told all the, like, points as to why people think it's a conspiracy, but it's just kind of weird, because I, I mean, the first time we watched a video on it, I was like, oh, that's crazy, how could that happen, but then I read this person's, and I was like, oh, duh, that's not even that weird, like, the newspaper thing, it's like, okay, yeah, if, if they, like, found his body, and there was newspaper in it from the school, or... Yeah, that would be another story. Yeah, but that's another way to stuff a body. I mean, I didn't say that very elegantly, but... You did. It was... So, let's... Here, here's a good, uh, comment on Reddit by Chanel... Oh, Chanel last name? I don't know what... I don't... Chani last name? Who freaking knows their username? It says, it's easier to be angry than it is to be sad. Yeah. So that's a good sum up of what the Johnsons are doing. And it's true. I mean, when you're angry, you're kind of putting, like, your grief to the side. And if you're focusing on suing and doing all this stuff, it's just one way to put your grief behind you. Yeah. Or not deal with it. I feel really bad for them, but also that sucks to be the, like, school, because they look like they're shady and covering stuff up, also the government there, or the yeah. police force. Everyone's like, oh, you're covering this up. But yeah, I would go if you have internet access. If you have the internet, if you have Wi-Fi, which stands for wireless internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I thought you were really going to say it, and I was like, wow. I would hop on YouTube, look up videos on it. There are people who are like 20 times more worked up about it than us. Yeah. We just think it's an interesting story and we feel bad for the family, but there are people convinced it's yeah. there's more to the story. People have very strong opinions. But I mean, there's the whole Occam's razor, not to sound like <laughs> a a huge ass uh intellectual like I am, but it's just where the most simple explanation is probably the right one. Yeah. And so I would assume that's true for this. Yeah, cuz 
I mean, accidents do happen. They happen a lot more than we think. As much as I don't want Outcomes Razor to be real, it is <laughs> science. What a win for science. science. What does Wi-Fi stand for? What does Wi-Fi stand for? As a noun, it means a facility allowing computers, smartphones, oh my gosh. to connect to the internet or communicate with one another wirelessly within a particular area. Do you want to hear the remaining one? Okay. No. Okay, it means wireless fidelity. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. I just did. Have you seen The Kingsman 2? No. Is it good? It actually is. Have you seen The Kingsman 1? No. That's way good. Me and Quincy love it. Should I watch it? Yeah. Watch it with your man. My man? Where my man at, though? He's out with his friend. But anyway, I just... <laughs> on The Kingsman 2, they just... I thought this was interesting. They said Bluetooth is an anglicized version of the Scandinavia. Can you explain it was much more simple? <laughs> okay. <laughs> The epithet of a 10th century king, Harold Bluetooth, who united dissonant Danish tribes into a single kingdom and, according to legend, introduced Christianity as well. So if you're using Bluetooth, you're a Christian. Ooh. <laughs> that would be a huge story if that were, like, a real thing. Right. I mean, the, the etymology of the name is real, but I just yeah. mean... Anyway. Thank you for that tidbit. Caitlin, do you have any final thoughts? Um, No. Do you? No. Well, I don't even have any beginning right. thoughts. Thanks for listening. Tweet at us. Leave us a good review at Cracking Open Pod on the Twitter. And stay classy. And we crack lo- open a cold one. We love you, even though we don't say it much. <laughs> one time, one of my coworkers was teaching a class, and the kids were really bad, so they wrote him thank you notes. And one of the kids wrote, you showed us love sometimes. (laughs) It was really funny. So sorry we only show you love sometimes. It's implied. Bye.